Hello, and welcome to the Tuesday edition of the 43026 podcast. I'm here with my co-host, Heather Keck. How are you doing, Heather? I'm good. How are you? I am doing fine. Um, before we get to today's podcast, we'd like to bring you up to date on what's going on in Hilliard, in the Hilliard area. Um, the musical 1776 is being presented again by the Hilliard Arts Council this weekend with shows Friday and Saturday nights and a matinee on Sunday. Visit the Hilliard Arts Council website for tickets and more information. The Hilliard Division of Police is joining other communities on Saturday, April 30th from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. for the Drug Enforcement Agency's National Drug Take Back Day. Residents can use drive through service at the police department located at 5171 Northwest Parkway to drop off their unwanted or expired medications in pill form. For more information, you can go to the city's website and click on View All Scheduled Events. In exciting news, the Splash Pad at Hilliard Station Park opens on May 9th. And the Hilliard Food Pantry is hosting an open house this Saturday from 4 to 6 p.m. The Food Pantry is located at 4410 Cemetery Road. And we will be right back with Aaron West because today's topic is the Hilliard Food Pantry. Hello, welcome to 43026 Podcast. I am really looking forward to this episode. We have someone here that is doing great work in our community. So I'd like to introduce you to Aaron West, the Executive Director of the Hilliard Food Pantry. Welcome, Aaron. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Yeah, thanks for being here. So to begin, before we get into the Hilliard Food Pantry, let's let's hear about you. I would like to know, we met a few months ago, and uh, but I'd like to the listeners to understand what your background is. Well, I'm a city girl from Cleveland originally, came to Go Browns. Ohio All State. All right, I like that. <laughs> and then I studied, I started out studying um, chemical engineering and wow. then I switched to social work. So that's Those where I ended up. Very different, very <laughs> different paths. <laughs> yes, I took all of my math and chemistry and decided it was not for me. <laughs> But I kind of feel like I'm a human engineer. Yeah, you know, no, for sure. Problem solve and make the place a better place for the world a better place. So, and I've had many different opportunities. I used to climb mountains for a living in upstate New York, and I took adjudicated cool. youth out into the wilderness and taught them wilderness skills. And it was an alternate to jail program. We're all about those. That's really cool. That's our first podcast was about our recovery court here at Hilliard. Oh, wow. Um, I've also worked in Section 8 housing, so I know a little bit about that. I used to be a part of the benefit bank, and I traveled all over the state and signed people up for benefits and also did people's taxes. Okay. And I've really, my love is really with community-based organizations and making a difference in that neighborhood and for the residents that live there. And that led me here. That's awesome. And how long have you been here? It's been about a year and a half that I've worked at the Hilliard Community Assistance Council, but I have lived here for eight years. Oh, great. And... Are you the first executive director of, and, and it's the Hilliard Community Assistance Council, but I'm going to call it the food bank, because that's, <laughs> I think, the way the community sees it. So are you the first executive director of the food bank? 
I am. So before this, they had someone who was a manager, and the board was very active in actually making sure that it ran well. And so as a working board, but now we're trying to transition to an advisory board because we're growing so much. Um, That's great. How many employees, do, how many paid employees are at the food pantry? We have three, That's and great. then we have an open position for a VISTA worker, which is kind of like the Peace Corps, but local. Okay. And mm -hmm. they don't make as much money, though. Well. <laughs> well. <laughs> but it's a great opportunity for someone to um, give back to their community and also learn a lot. They get money at the end of their term for education. So oh, they can either great. pay forward or it can pay previous bills for education. And uh, do you have a lot of volunteers that have to help too? We have over 500 volunteers That's, Sounds yearly. like a lot, yeah. Yeah, and we have something like 60 super volunteers, and that means that they dedicate oh, and say that they're going to be with us every week at the same time. So it really takes many people to make this operation happen. I was really impressed when we took the tour. There was probably 15 to 20 people working hard <laughs> as we were looking around, it was it was it was pretty neat. So now, as far as how many of our families visit the food pantry a year, would you say? Well, I can tell you that about seven hundred visit every month. Okay. And yes. what's interesting, because I'm always looking at the data, about ten percent or about seventy families are new every month. So that just tells you a lot is happening, right. and we're getting new families to Hilliard and the surrounding area, right. or or new when, circumstances that's, that's right. causing it. That's right. Like COVID was really mm. a whammy for a lot of people, and sometimes when you get a whammy in your life, it doesn't take a ripple effect until later. Right. So, so we see that. And and your service area is is not just the city of Hilliard. It's all the zip codes that are in the Hilliard City School District. Correct. Right? So it's a pretty large area we serve. Mm -hmm. It's seven seven zip codes. Seven zip codes. Yeah, that's a yeah, that's a substantial size. Do you know how many visits you get? Or an idea, I'm sorry. Yeah, I don't. It's about a thousand visits a month. Okay. And we have four services. Because some people times. can come, you can come twice, right? You or, can come twice. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so, and it's, I, we like that they come twice sure. because they can have access to fresh uh, vegetables, meat, things that they might need. And our goal is that if we help provide this piece, that they can use their dollars to stay stable in other areas. So, so it's about a thousand visits per month, and we have four service visits a week. Okay. Yeah. So, so what would a typical visit be? I mean, they, they load up with groceries and, and. Yeah. So they they have a choice to either come into the building or take it to go, and most people like to choose what items they have. That way, they're not you know like. Let's say somebody is being conscious about not having a lot of sugar products. Well, then they don't want the, the cereal, whereas uh, young families would just love to have cereal, that kind of thing. But they come in, we check them in, and we track. That's how I know all the stats. And then they uh, have go through Produce Alley, which we really try to have that stocked with a variety of food. And you clearly have to turn it over pretty often. Yes. 
yes, we receive produce and we constantly are asking other pantries if we can have more. We got plums today from the Worthington uh, Food Pantry. There's a diaper section, so if I don't know if you guys know, it's about $80 a month to have somebody, a little one in diapers. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. And so, so it's been a while. I've so forgotten yeah. that. That's yeah. right. It's been a while. <laughs> and, and plus inflation. So <laughs> we have our friends at Bottoms Up provide the diapers to us and nice. we track those numbers. And that's a wonderful partnership. Then we have our pantry staples, canned goods. Peanut butter, boxes, tuna, peanut. right? I think those yeah. are the things I guess I think of. Yeah, and then we have personal hygiene. Oh, good. So it, I don't know if you guys know, you can't use your food stamps or your food assistant dollars to buy things like toilet paper or yeah, I shampoo. I did not know that. Yeah. And you so, can buy Mountain Dew, but not toilet paper. <laughs> yeah, don't get me started. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we might want to get through started. Go ahead. I know. Uh, actually, we made a decision, and, and people have different uh, opinions about this, but I really want to focus on healthy food sure. options. People can choose to buy those things on their own if they like, but right. I, we aren't offering people pop or even sweet goods we're not offering because I, you know, I don't want to help contribute. To the obesity de- epidemic in the country. That's right. And, and it, when I first got there, we, we got so many sweets that we ended up being sugar pushers, you know. And so we just decided, no, we're going to divert that product okay. and um, do that. Then we have bakery, so like um, bread and things like that. We have a little, we have a library, and we have a librarian. She was uh, actually a teacher in the Hilliard City Schools before she came to us, and I I love that. I love, love that. (laughs) And people say, oh, do they bring them back, the books? And it's like, no, please take them because we keep getting more. Okay, good. Yeah. And then we have a partnership with the Humane Society. And so we have dog and cat food and things like that. So that's really awesome. That is. That is. So how long has there been a food pantry in Hilliard? Since 1963. Okay. So 60 years almost, Mm -hmm. 59 years. Mm -hmm. That's a good long time. One of our latest things is trying to figure out how do we help provide stability beyond food. Right. uh, And kind of focus on that support part. Um, And so we've been kind of expanding uh, our offerings. We're doing classes. So we have cooking classes. I think it's important to inspire people to cook because oftentimes in our busy worlds, that that is not even a skill that's being um, it is taught. cheaper and easier to go through the drive-through <laughs> i mean cheaper yes for yeah. sure yeah and that's too bad because that is the truth so we're doing cooking classes we've even had home buyer education classes. oh that's great a lady came in and uh, brought us lots of toothpaste and lots of shampoo and i was like wow where'd you get all this she was oh i'm an extreme couponer and I oh, said, oh, yeah, yeah. would you teach this to our people? And she goes, you want me, little old me, to do this? And I said, absolutely. And it, we had 15 people in that class. Oh, that's great. And that was in-person class. So people made it, they really were interested in that topic. We've also done some classes at the senior buildings. Yeah, good, yeah. And one of them that was really fun was flower arranging. 
And you got to think, they haven't been really gathering much during right. COVID time. So it was a neat experience to come together just as people and, and do that. So just tell us if you are a person in the community with this need, what would be the steps that you would take to, to be able to utilize the service? You just need to come during our, soup, our service times. You would bring your ID. You need to know everybody's name and birth date in the household. Okay. We'll ask you two questions every time you come. The first one is how many people are in your household? And then we check your record and see if there's been any changes. Maybe you had a baby or maybe grandpa died or, you know, I don't sure. wish that on anybody. No. Maybe um, your senior in high school moved out. Right. Like right. somebody who's waiting and waiting for that to happen. <laughs> I, I'm right there with yes, you. Yes, okay, good. <laughs> We love our kids. <laughs> I, lo I do. I do love <laughs> And then the second question we ask is how, if your income is below a certain amount, because you have to be 200% or lower of the federal the poverty, poverty guideline. Okay. During COVID, it was 230%. Okay. So it has been lowered. Back um, to 200. Back. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. All right. So that's good information, I guess, if anybody still needs to use the service. What are your specific service times? So we are open on Tuesday from 10 to 1, Wednesday 2 to 4, Thursday 6 to 8 p.m., oh, that's and then enough. Saturday 9 to 1. So you have a lot of different open hours for people to accommodate their schedules. Mm -hmm. oh, that's good. And I'm looking at a list here. You, you do as you said, you do the cooking classes, you do other classes to help people get by. I also see programs, utilities for neighbors. Yes, and so we can pay $200 um, for the year towards your utilities. And that has been extremely helpful to people during this time. And yeah, last year, it, the amount we spent was $15,000. This year, we're coming up on $35,000 oh, wow. that has gone out. So it just speaks to the need. people's the need. need. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And then I also see senior box delivery. Yeah, we go to three different senior buildings and we bring them a box and it rotates every month what we give them. Um, and that keeps growing uh, because people are learning more and more about what we're offering. And we also do produce drops just because everybody needs produce in yeah. their life. Something fresh. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. And then we're only in April, but there was, you do a holiday toy giveaway, which I think is a pretty neat deal. Yeah, we served 673 children last year, and they received several toys. And this year, I'm really excited that parents will be able to come and shop for their children. Before, no. because of COVID, we kind of sure. just gave them. We're like, here's what you get. Yeah, yeah sorry. And, <laughs> Pass the bag out the and door. If, if it were me and I received a, a doll, <laughs> I would have been really bummed out. Right. You know, Where's the race Legos. car, man? That's yeah, right. yeah, know. yeah. You're an engineer. You probably yeah. want the Legos. <laughs> Just because uh, baby doll. That's your that's interest. Fine. Sure. But yeah, yeah. So I'm really excited that that's going to happen uh, this year. Now, you've mentioned some dollar figures of, of totals you give out. Let's talk about your funding. Um, where do the funds, first of all, what is your annual budget? And then let's talk about where those funds come from. This year, our annual budget is $307,000. Okay. 
and most of the money comes from individual donations. Oh, it is amazing. It's everywhere from $25 here, somebody gave us $7,000, and it just is all over the place. We also get funding uh, through the city. They help us. I'm writing grants for, like, the garden. We have a garden out back. Do you use the garden to give items to people coming through, or do you use it for your cooking classes? That's a good question. At Scioto Ridge United Methodist Church, they have a production garden, and their whole goal is to give us the produce. Okay. By the way, if people have produce in their garden that's left over, we'll take it. Bring it. it. Okay. We'll take it. But our garden is going to focus on herbs, and we're going to have, it's going to be a teaching garden, and so people will learn how to cook with those herbs and participate and get all the ingredients to make those things at home as well. So it's really oh, fun. Oh, that's cool. And it's beautiful. And it's also an extension of our program space. So we do something called a harvest festival. We tried that. It was the first time that our pantry members ever came together to experience each other's company. And we had 130 people come, and that was exciting. That. That is. The garden is a perfect place for that to happen. Our librarian is going to bring out blankets and have kids sit during the service time and do reading. So we're just seeing it as an extension of our our program space. No, I think any kind of social interaction when you're yeah, that's all that's all just part of helping provide support. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think the more people in your tribe the better. I just realized there's an important part of information that we haven't shared yet, and I want to just do it right now before we forget. Where are you located? <laughs> How can people find you? <laughs> that's, a, that's a good question because we're behind a church, and we're on Cemetery Road near Brown Park, and we're behind it. So it's at 4410 Cemetery Road, and you just come to the back. There's lots of little signs, and you can also see our pantry truck out front and that helps too. Do you have a website too that people can follow up on? It's hilliardfoodpantry.org. Okay, thank you. Okay, back to the numbers. So we have a budget of over Mm 300,000. I can speak that that the the city's contribution is a very, very, very small part of that. Mm -hmm. And then you said you get grants, but is, would you say 90% is just individual contributions? Yes. Except in October, we have something called the Purse Bingo event. And people come and they play bingo to get purses. I can't relate to this, but some people just really Really do love, they do love love their purses. And so that's in October, and I think it'll be October 6th this year. Who who donates the purses or purchases the purses? So I find sponsors out there, and so people, like... Let's say an insurance company gives us money, and then we buy the purse, and then that's highlighted gotcha. during the event. And it's people have a good time; they really enjoy it. So, my wife 21. and her friends have been going oh, really? to that for a couple of years, and they, they, it's a big night for them. They have fun. And it was like twenty-one thousand oh, dollars that we a, raised this year. That's a chunk of money. Yep, that's it's hard to raise money in Hilliard, and yeah, that's good for an individual event type. Yeah, Way great. to go, moms, going out there and getting you a purse. <laughs> and I'm sure they're like good ones, probably, you know, like Coach and Dooney, and that's awesome. 
they were some that I don't even know the name yeah, of. Yeah, I know. I threw out they were old like, names, oh too. Goodness. I'm just, so, yeah. There's and, probably way hipper purses now. I'm an old, old mom. So. <laughs> and there's a wine pool there. Oh, nice. So that's kind of fun. And we had a food truck out there. And it was really... That is a nice night out. It was. It was. And then... As far as donations, you know, you think of food bank, you think I'm going to go get in my cupboard and get all the cans of food back in the back that I haven't touched for a while, or I'm going to go to the store and go to the, you know. Tomato soup and chicken noodle yeah, soup, yeah. right? Like those are the things I think that I would think to go and purchase. Yeah. Macaroni and cheese. But you yeah. would much rather yes. have cash and explain that. Yeah, there's kind of two thoughts related to this. One is that we can buy so much from the Mid-Ohio Food Bank for, for much less money. So let's say you buy spaghetti sauce. You, the spaghetti sauce you buy in the store might be two bucks, something like that. If you're lucky. If you're lucky, yes. There are some $7 spaghetti sauces That's out true. there. That's um, true. But at the, at the food bank, you can get it for like 50 cents. So it really is a different... The money goes further than just you spending money on food. That's correct. Okay. Now, there are items that I put on the website that we need, and it's because the food bank doesn't stock them. So an example, and I'm not sure why. Give us the wish list. Soup. Oh, okay. Soup is an example. Or oatmeal. They just don't stock it. Hmm. I'm not sure why, but I put that on the website so that you know. Yeah, that that something warm like oatmeal and Mm -hmm. um, soup on really crappy Ohio days, uh, we have a few of those. Yeah, no, that sounds well. And soup's a whole meal too. And when True. you think about it, and it's yep. pretty easy. Um, so if you're a busy mom with three kiddos or something, it helps to have a quick, quick meal. My neighborhood used to collect egg cartons for you guys, but we don't anymore. So. Did you change the way you give out eggs or something? I think the way we get eggs oh, okay. is okay. we used to get them in bulk yeah. and we would have to split mm, them up. Split and into cartons. Kind of okay. We are diverting those egg cartons to somebody who has chickens. So we do oh, sure. we find okay. homes Good. for everything, right. but, but it's just not a need at this time. Yeah. And if somebody wanted to help, they wanted to volunteer, would they call you, contact you there, or...? On our website, we have something called the Point app, and you can click into that. And if you're going to be episodic about when you... Sure, coming mm -hmm, regularly. Then you would go that way. Or if you're going to be regular and you're like, oh, this is something I really want to do, then we can talk about you being a super volunteer. The advantage of super volunteers is they don't have to sign up. They schedule it with us, and then they let us know when they can't come. Like, that oh, is, we're going to go on vacation or, you know, something like right. that. Yeah. That's a good advantage. Mm-hmm. And then, like, what if like, a boy's swim team, for example, wanted to uh, volunteer? I feel like my son's swim team actually has done that. But h- how would they go about just saying, hey, we want to bring 15 kids for the day, you make can, them get some hours? You can either call us or go to our support uh, email that's on the website okay. and let us know that you have an interest and the Vista worker I was telling you okay. about, yeah. uh, engages group volunteers okay. and a lot of times uh, businesses really like it as kind of a team building activity and that's always fun too and then other times organizations or businesses have like funds they can give to the organization when they volunteer which is oh, kind of okay. a nice 
thing. So if you um, give some time, we'll also give them a little bit of money, kind of thing. That's right. Okay. That's right. So we have several places that do that with us. That's very cool. Do you ever run out of jobs that need done? You can always use the help, correct? I got to tell you, Hilliard knocks this out of the park. People. People are so generous of their time, of their That's money, awesome. of their energy. So there are times when we're full up. Because okay. <laughs> I don't want people to ever twiddle it with sure. thumbs, you know. But we have lots, lots of meaningful things that can happen. And sometimes people have special skills that they can lend to. Like uh, I'm trying to create a newsletter, or I might be trying to market like our open house or something like that. It is wonderful to have somebody who can be that second set of eyes and help give me feedback. So it's not so it's a good quality product, that kind of thing. Why don't we talk about that? The open house. Yeah. Oh, that is. And give the date because we will definitely get this out before your date so that people okay. know about it. Uh, April thirtieth from four to six. It's sort of a drop in. Okay. So you don't have to be there the whole time. There's going to be food. Um, fun. <laughs> What's the food pantry? Well, it is. It is. Finger food. Finger food. Okay. <laughs> We're going to try to make it fun and really share about our impact and talk about kind of future plans okay. and just a chance to come and connect because I think it's it looks even if you saw us move into this new building it looks different than even when we first came in and okay. it just is because with increased demand it requires increased storage and more and COVID really forced our hand to have our service kind of have a certain way. Even how we park is different. For know? sure. Yeah. So with a thousand people coming in and, or a thousand visits, right? You said a month. A month. Okay, so 250 a week. In the four days that you're open, are there, are there lines or do you have a specific time that you come in and you, you know who's coming? How does that work? I, I've done some time studies to understand how long does it take to you actually shop. Okay. Um, it is a line, and some people come an hour, an hour and a half early. I have no idea why. There's no reason. And sometimes they just decide this is, they're going to read their book, and they'll get to come in first or whatever. But generally it takes between 8 and 12 minutes to shop. And That's what not happens too bad. is we park people, and they park all in a... A line and the people who are in the front come in first they do their shopping and then they hop out on on Tuesdays it might be different because sometimes we have a food truck there and oh, you can get okay. a free meal or we have benefit clinics and sign people up for food assistance or medical like insurance or we do blood pressure checks okay. too. so so if that happens then you do your shopping you park around the corner you come back so that it's not interrupting this um, rotating of cars. But generally, you can get in and out relatively quickly. And, and people, like if you look at our Google reviews, people you know, take the time to just To speak, actually review. To yeah, speak that's... to how, how they feel welcome nice. and they get good customer service, which is kind of a nice thing. Yeah. Do, you, do you feel like the community is aware enough that it exists or do you still think there's a need in our community of people who it isn't being met just out of them not knowing that it's there where it is how to get there I think both both with customers and also people 
who are potential donors or just the community members. So we're, we have a couple of strategies around that. One is we communicate with all the churches in our new zip codes That's that are serving. Yeah. Um, so people know. We communicated with the schools so they know. We're doing neighborhood food drives and so kind of systematically people are learning about the fact that we exist and so hopefully they'll know to come to us or find a way to give to us depending on their circumstances so but it, it it's about getting the word out and doing so in a consistent way but a lot of people word of mouth share it with their neighbors and things because we hear like when people come in they're like oh my neighbor told me you were here great tell us about the kroger community rewards program and the amazon smile yeah sometimes people don't realize that you can give to us without any of your money leaving your pocket That's and these are good. two these are two ways so uh, at amazon smile as long as you go to that website and you select us as your where you want them to donate. I guess, the yeah. Pennies. Yeah. It's like pennies, but I think I gave twenty six dollars in the last you know six months or okay. something. Okay, just from buying stuff just on from Amazon. Just doing my regular thing. Um, my and, wife can beat that. Yeah. <laughs> and the trickiest. If Brian's part, listening, he would agree with you about me. And I think most people do, right? Yeah. Um, and the trickiest part about supporting us is knowing our official name. Right, sure. It's not Hilliard Food Pantry, right? Right, it's the Hilliard Community Assistance Council. And when they renamed themselves, this the intention was to be more than just Just food food. pantry. Um, But it's not until recently have they been really feeling that difference, right? Um, And Kroger Community Rewards is similar. And I think I have directions on the website if people are wondering. So you just like sign up with your Kroger ID... Yeah. Which I think is like my phone number or something. And it's online. So okay. you go oh. online and you Even can tell them, you know, who you want to support. Okay. Um, that's, a, that's a great way to help yeah. support without really doing much. <laughs> if you're that guy, <laughs> just at least do this. So what's in the future? For, for you, you kind of just touched on that. You're trying to be more than food. So yeah. where are you guys going in the next five years? So in... Well, in June, just so you know, we're hiring a person who's called a resource coordinator, and their whole job will be to help people kind of problem solve and, and move, you know, to stability. And it's our hope at some point people will move from poverty to middle class as well. So that's a true investment we've made as an organization that this is important. They'll also be responsible for the benefit clinics and also any resources that come to the pantry like the blood pressure clinics or if we have health fairs or things like that. Um, And then down the road, we're trying to define our next big thing. So we're engaging in strategic planning and things like that because we want to really identify what does Hilliard need. We don't want to replicate, you know, what's already being done and we want it to be meaningful so we're doing surveys right now of all of our pantry members, and we have, we've collected about 200 surveys. And we're taking that data and identifying what, what people ache about. And we're asking questions like, how much, how much money are you making? How many children do you have in your family? And because if you're making $9 an hour, yeah. that is already pointing to some potential 
growth area. <laughs> like right. maybe we should work on workforce development and help people make more money per hour and that provides stability. Um, something that keeps surfacing is whether or not we should maybe do a free store where because there's a lot of people in Hilliard who has stuff that want to let go of it mm -hmm. and then there are like people clothing who need it, or right? Uh, or right. anything really that's around the house uh, lately I've been like it let's say you had a refrigerator or something I put it out I have a text message system that I have with all the people who come to the pantry or the ones who opt in and I'll say we have a refrigerator is there any takers you know gotcha. um, that's great to know that's, it is yeah. and the hardest part, and so this is like if I could put something into the universe for a desire, it's it's a challenge because it's a text message system, so I can only do one thing at a time. Because if people are responding about the refrigerator, I, they can't respond about something else too without it getting confusing. So there's got to be some app or something, you know. And I, people say, oh, offer up or. And we've like, got brilliant high schoolers out there. Yeah. You guys, this is a need in the community. If you can think of how to do this for the food pantry, contact Erin awesome. West. She can give you the parameters of what she needs. But there's some smart kids always looking for a project yeah. of, you know, hey, this is like a scout. Like an Eagle Scout project or something, too. It'd be really neat. Yeah. So that's something that's knocking on our door. But I'm just not ready. I don't think the food pantry should have clothing and things like that. Because sure. I think we'll get barraged with. Absolutely. And you we just will. need to be ready if that's what we're going to do. I have formed a partnership with the West Side Free Store. So I am sending people there. They have needs as well. So it's just we have to be smart about what we decide to do. And we're right at that moment where we're, we're asking the question, what should we do? So if you have, if you want to try to influence me, I'm, I'm open. <laughs> I love that. That's great. What's your phone number there? Uh, it is 614-363-4159. Thank you. Great. Is there anything wrapping up that any information we've left out there that you want to get out to the Hilliard community? No, you guys have done a great job. I hope I hope several people decide to come to the open house. Yeah, no, April 30th, 4 yep. p.m., right? Yeah, that's right. Yep. 4410 Cemetery Road, mm -hmm. um, an open house at the Hilliard Community Assistance Council so that you can kind of learn about who they are, why they're here, what they're trying to do for our neighbors in order to help provide more stability you know, in our neighborhoods. Mm -hmm. That's right. Well, thank you so much for joining us today. It's been great getting to know you. Your passion and your enthusiasm for this is 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 very out in the open. It's very evident. And so it's wonderful that you're bringing that to Hilliard. And thanks for all the great thank work you. that you do at the food pantry. I agree. It's, uh, it's a great resource in our town. Well, so. Thank you very much for having me here and just your openness to chat about it. Yeah. Thanks. Thank you. The 43026 podcast is brought to you from our studios at the Hilliard Chamber of Commerce in fabulous Old Hilliard. The Chamber has a long history of fueling connections, community growth, and helping local businesses thrive. This episode was engineered by Heather Keck, original music by Kaylin Sipple.